Hey, what's up, y'all? It's Ernie C, the Gap Tooth Genius, and this is going to be the monumental 80th episode of the... Shoot that shit. Shit the shit. You don't get the shit. Hey, what's up, y'all? It's Ernie C, the Gap Tooth Genius, your host, creator, founder of the STS Podcast, and we're here to shoot this shit for the 80th time, man. I cannot believe it. We're at episode 80, and I got a special guest for you guys today. We're going to have pro wrestler, the young Don Romeo Cruz on, and I really hope you guys enjoyed this. This is going to be a podcast exclusive. want to give a shout to everybody who's listening. Uh, you guys do need to follow us on Instagram and Twitter, STS Podcast 661. Again, STS Podcast 661. And if you're listening to this now, you're most likely on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Pods, iHeartRadio. Um, I believe we're trying to get on. There's a new one here. I forget which one. I think it's called Amazon Podcast. We're working on getting on, the, on that one. I think that's the next wave of podcasting here. So make sure you subscribe to us. Follow us on any of these four um, platforms. I promise you, you're going to find the STS Podcast on your favorite podcasting platform app. And returning listeners, thank you so much for tuning in. The numbers have been consistent. Numbers are great. That's what we do it for. You guys are coming back. You guys are telling people about the STS Podcast. Shout out to our guest and the new listeners. Again, welcome to the show, y'all. My name is Ernie C., the Gap Tooth Genius. And um, we're going to have a little quick um, exclusive for you guys on episode 80. Uh, we got Mortal Kombat. And we got a little dedication we want to, you know, um, talk about. I got my brother Virus on here. And I really hope you guys enjoy this podcast. I think it's going to be really, really, um, really, really good. We're always trying to outdo our last one. Every podcast, every next one is the best one. So I really appreciate you guys coming on. Episode 79. Let me just confirm here. I'm an asshole because I, I did not forget. My guy Chuck. Appreciate my guy Chuck coming on the pod. Representing for Bakersfield Hip Hop. Uh, the MC. The art of MC is something we really talked about. And I really hope you guys enjoyed that. I really, really uh, want you guys to check out all these podcasts. Yo, we, I know we're the next week or so we're really going to be cranking these things out. So tune in. And just for the record, y'all, love doing this, man. I know this podcast is nothing without our sponsors. Let's give a big shout out to our sponsor, Coco Glow by M. This is a spray and tanning specialist located here in Bakersfield, California. She's ready to get your tan right. This is going to be an affordable option for you. And it's going to take your beauty to the next level. And it's appointment only y'all so make sure you contact coco underscore glow underscore by underscore m and that's gonna be located at 612 18th street and for our listeners if you mention the sts podcast you're gonna get three spray tans for the price of two that's two spray tans you buy two spray tans you get one for free at bakersfield cell phone repair is the number one cell phone repair shop in bakersfield you have a crack screen you know your screen goes black you need a phone repair you need a phone accessory you need a phone case contact bakersville cell phone repair now they're located caddy corner from the valley plaza next to cars jr our 2400 ming avenue suite b and if you mention the sts podcast at the time of your purchase you're going to get 10 percent off y'all again that's bakersville cell phone repair and big shout out to monkey smog check and repair located at 1331 east chuckston avenue bakersville california this is a family-owned and local repair shop that specializes in breaking battery services. Oh, virus <laughs> Stop laughing at me. I'm doing my plug. I math. Oil changes, smog checks, transmission... <laughs> 
repairs AC services because you know you get that musky ass driving down the block. <laughs> Your ass need to get these AC services <laughs> at Monkey Smog Check and Repair. And everyone who mentions the STS podcast, man, you're gonna get temper. You're gonna get actually. Five dollars off your smog check. Get that smog check done, yo. You know what it is in California. We need that smog check. And right now, we're looking right here at Muscle Science. This is the newest and latest, most complete, fully dosed pre-workout to hit the market in recent memory. Muscle Science was created here in Bakersfield, California. It's going to take your workout to the next level. I've been taking this. It's full of uh, beta alanine, alanine. Sorry, It's filled with beta alanine, caffeine, amino acids, and it's sugar-free. You're not going to get jittery. I hate that jittery feeling that I get from these other pre-workouts. I'm telling you, I've been sampling Muscle Science all week, the last two, three weeks. And man, it's been taking my workout to the next level, keeping me focused, motivated, and Energized, pumped to the max, wiser, stronger, better. Get yours now. Instagram.com, muscle science. That's muscle C I E N C E, muscle science. And new to the STS podcast, Knights Watch Private Security. This is a private security serving Bakersfield and Kern County, aiming to improve your safety and security in your public residence, private companies, and events. Again, Instagram slash Knights watch ps that's night's watch private security and one person doesn't need security walking down the block is going to join me right now i got virus loco how do you like that intro bro i don't need security <laughs> no i ain't got nothing you're gonna take from that shit <laughs> <laughs> sorry that, that was a cool little way to bring you in though my guy i had to What's up, Virus? What's going on? <laughs> man, don't give me these dry-ass fucking <laughs> actors, man. Um, Can you introduce yourself, goddammit? Everybody know me. What are you talking about? Nobody know you, man. Everybody know me. Oh, I am EC3's brother. They're brothers. They're brothers. You killed my brother. You don't know something mechanical. Speaking of brothers, uh, uh, speaking Dom from Fashion the Figures, not Dom the Barber. If you need a haircut, go get a haircut by Dom. My God, my Dom. God. Uh, Dom has a brother now in the new Fashion the Furious movie. It's John Cena. I would have never known because I didn't see John Cena. <laughs> <laughs> what Damn, the fuck that is up with that? That's fucking, man. That's I horrible. Watch, I don't watch none of that bullshit. Man, fuck Fast and the Furious. I'm never watching that man, again. Man, never. I've seen. I think after the, thir- after the Tokyo Drift, pff, never watched it again. And when okay when when um what's what's his name Paul Walker died okay I did watch that one just to see yeah. what they came up with I ain't lying I went with the high need that to go watch that one oh man I haven't went out with the high need since <laughs> that was last time we had a date <laughs> god damn put your boots on blast no game heavy motherfucker I might as well be a monk in this shit. looking like motherfucking <laughs> Patrick Ewing in a Sonic's fucking Super Sonic's uniform damn. no game no. Game. Oh god! Actually, that was a magic uniform. Sorry, bud. Mm-hmm. Fuck. It's all um, good, bro. Well, you know how that goes. Pimping, pimping, pimping hard. <laughs> Shout out Tony Ayo. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Um, before we get into our fun conversations, we got to give a shout out. Big rest in peace to Sal Vargas. Oh yeah. Um, Salute. I wanted to bring my brother on. Just we're, we're gonna talk about more to comment, but we I think it was really proper to start the podcast by saying rest in peace, Sal Vargas. Family, friends, since we were kids. Shout out to his family, his sons, um, grandkids, his wife, his fa- his 
parents, everybody who had love for him. Um, if you're really from the east side, you know he's he, he produced he reproduced some legends. Mm-hmm. So big shout big shout to Sal. Um, I'm sure I can speak for my brothers from the good church. I mean, y'all, we love you guys, praying for you guys, and um, horrible man, fucking horrible. And we talk about this all the time. The older we get, we're gonna go through shit like this. The more we're living, you know, we're gonna lose people that we've grown up with, or you know, no, it's crazy, dude. So big shout, rest in peace, Sal Vargas, man. Mm-hmm. Um, we went to go see Mortal Kombat yesterday. And we waited 24 years to watch fucking Mortal Kombat. Yep. And I was really fucking, I guess, the expectations were surpassed. I loved it. Uh, what was your favorite part? Mm. Spoiler alert. If you don't fucking want to watch it, don't listen. To turn it off. Turn this off right now. I'm going to spoil the shit out of this for you guys. Nobody cares about me anyway. I don't care. I'm kidding. Um... That was a joke. You were supposed to laugh. <laughs> um, my favorite part. Hmm. Can you talk into the mic though, also, sir? <laughs> there you go. Just because I don't know, I don't have a favorite part yet. Okay, what was what was the part that you remember the most? Thing we could just go in the beginning. That it was real cool to see Sub Zero versus that. They set the tone for the Sub Zero versus Scorpion. What the what the stakes were for that. Oh yeah, I like the beginning of the like the the spear and all that. That was pretty how cool. How that came about, then the Linkoi, Bihan, Bihan, all that, that. That was pretty cool. And then we went to Cole Young. That was named Cole Young. Yeah, it was I just I just got Cole. Out I of just it. got Cole. Maybe I thought I thought his last name was Cole Young, but that was pretty cool too. They introduced a new character with a new twist and just what the that black dragon means to I guess. The champions of the Earth realm. I guess it was. It's not the. It's kind of easy to get. I thought it was something you were born with, but you just gotta kill somebody who has it, and it gets transferred over to you. Now you're mm-hmm. the champion. That's wild. That is. That was kind of crazy. Yeah, I liked. Yeah, they killed the parent, the mother and child. Yeah, that was. They never killed. The, well, they probably do. Kill, yeah, they killed the mother and child. But not in the beginning and shit. Yeah, that was pretty cool. That the stakes high. were high in the beginning. Yeah, he was very very. Pissed off. That was mad as fuck, right? See how Scorpion became Scorpion and shit. Yeah, it was cool. I think with this with this movie too, they have a chance to tell a lot of origin stories in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, it's gonna be pretty cool to see what they do. I love Liu Kang. I thought he was pr- portrayed well. A little different from you know Robin Shu's Liu Kang, but what happened? Somebody's not. Someone's knocking? Mm-hmm. Seriously? Mm-hmm. Go check what it is. Excuse me, ladies and gentlemen. I hope we don't have to have a anything crazy here right now. But yeah, Luke, Mortal Kombat was a great, great um, action movie for what it was. I think it was worth the dollar. I think it, you know I watched it on HBO Max a few times. It's everything I asked for and more. I think it was really in depth on what a. Uh, well, fuck, man. It's the STS Podcast. We got a special guest in the building. Big shout out to Big Sada. He's in the building today. We're going live. This is fucking audio. We're not going to stop. We can't stop. We have no time. I got a podcast like in 10 minutes. But, yeah. The, um, I like the uh, the level. Like, they recreated the levels. Can you hear me? Yeah. The levels of the game. The quicksand was a the fucking... The quicksand was cool. I, know, I forgot about that too. You told me I overlooked it 100%. You did. I, I didn't even think about it. 
Yeah. Well, when he got stuck to the waist, like a little bit above the waist, I was uh-huh. like, that's cool. When they put him on the bridge, when Jax fights uh, on Hammer Boy. I didn't like Hammer Boy at all. I had no idea who that was. I'd never seen any games. I played most of the games. I had no idea who that man was. I want to know where Sonya got all the information from. All the papers and shit. Yeah, I wanted to see her, her investigation. But then it went up in five minutes. Like it was pointless. And then they had to do for Mortal Kombat. The game. Remember the game we used to have on 360? Mm-mm. Yeah. Hmm. I like Kano. I thought Kano was very fresh. Oh, Tobias. The dude on the game. A Tobias? He had like the helmet thing. Um, you've seen him before. I know you've seen him. It's that one with Scorpion and Sub Zero in the front. Okay, I don't remember. Yeah, no idea what I'm talking about. I don't. Well, Kano was cool. Kano was really Funny. refreshing. He was. He carried it. Not carried it, but he he brought his character. He to made the table. it seem like it wasn't some corny cartoon shit. And Sonya actually had him. She already had him captive and shit. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, I thought that was pretty cool too. Um, Reptile was cool. Did you like the whole reptilian thing? Eh, I like the acid thing and all that coming out. Yeah, this, I think it's still true to the origins of this whole story that we fell in love with. Yeah. Shane Shung was pretty cool too. That yeah. I like the serious tone he took. He wasn't just. Um, I think uh, Carrie did too in the originals, but it was. Yeah. He didn't have the jacket on and all that shit. Yeah, he didn't. He wasn't know. hanging out, sitting down, the thing. Yeah, I like the way he. They stood true to the character. They went into the story more. Remember in the, in the arcade game, they gave like the whole storyline? Yeah, the whole breakdown of they it. They went down in that. That was cool. And then Raiden was fucking actually the, the, the race he was supposed to be, an Asian character. So it was cool to see that. Well, can't say that. You're going to get canceled. Um, well, uh, the, Lambert was cool too, but the second Raiden? I don't know. What's the deal with your hair? Oh, man. what's the deal with your arms? Jax is cool. Jax was I thought he was cool. dead. But that was tight. That was cool how fuck Sub Zero. That was cool how they brought his arms out. The dudes from another realm came in and mm-hmm. hooked him up. That was tight. Sub Zero was like the main antagonist in this whole fucking movie. Talk about carrying the movie. Yeah, Sub Zero was whooping ass. Sub Zero was that guy. That movie, that movie makes me realize I can't fight for shit. Yeah, that. Kung Lao. Oh, man. Biggest disappointment in the whole movie. Somebody has to die, though, right? You have to kill somebody to carry it on. Because now Liu Kang has that anger and shit. He wants to get even. Now he's going to go fight. Shang Tsung. Yep. That was cool. I said, we're supposed to die together. That shit was like, <laughs> fuck. They fucking, real, they riding mm-hmm. with each other. I'll say that type of shit, but I don't mean it. <laughs> they want those I'm motherf- happy. Motherfucker died before Those me. motherfuckers meant it. <laughs> when fucking Kano told Liu Kang, how come you, how, why don't you just become a silent monk? <laughs> <laughs> that was tight. I got a laser beam, you fucking... You, what do you say? You Better fuck? than fireballs, pussy. Better than fireballs, you pussy. Okay. That shit was real cool. That was a good movie. It was a good... It wasn't... People were... It wasn't over the top. It wasn't less. It was... People have to remember, this is a fucking video game movie. We're not expecting The Green Mile or fucking... Take my hand, boss. We're not expecting a Ready Player One or anything like that. I think it's That was movie. the greatest movie of 2018. Yeah, definitely. But that's besides the point. More comments. More, shit. Was it worth, worth the, the wait? Worth the 24 year rate all the 24 year wait all the way. What was another highlight of it? I part two looks like it's gonna be the tournament. Big Sada's in the building. What's up? What's up? Hello. <laughs> hey, Thought you were smoking a joint. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, I'm sober. Fuck you up. <laughs> <laughs> I legit. I was right there in the kitchen. I was like, 
This motherfucker's smoking a joint. You learned his lesson. Spend time. Smoking Spend a joint all of a sudden. My bad, G. <laughs> I'm sorry. Want to sit down here? Yeah. Cool, man. You probably won't be able to hear us, but that's all goody, bro. This is right in front of you. Well, just because the mic doesn't pick up a lot. Oh, well, you cool, man. Come sit down, man. Come sit down. Intra, intra. Ooh. Feel, feel special. Yeah, this is the STS podcast. What's up, Big Sada? Hello, hello. Not you guess to... what they said? You get ten free pizzas delivered right to your door. Who do I have in common with? Who am I? Ronald Reagan. <laughs> I'm trying not to change my voice, guys. Sorry. No, man, it's cool. Be yourself, man. Be yourself. <laughs> like Jesse or Elmo. Do I change my voice on here? Fuck yes. Do I? <laughs> a lot. I think we change the voice when we say it's the STS podcast. Go to STS podcast six six one. We got to. I gotta speak clearly, and, if, and then you got. I gotta enunciate really Completely well. Completely understandable, but I really feel like your, your voice car changes. Uh, if your car be, I'll be still. Stop moving. Oh man. So, do you like Mortal Kombat, cuz? No. Have you ever watched Mortal Kombat? I once. I played the video game. Oh, video game's pretty good. That's, that's about it. <laughs> and we played it together, and I, just, I was very surprised how good you were at Mortal Kombat. <laughs> that's the only game I've ever been good at. You're I'm a not two like... two-hand controller. Like, you put your hands on top yeah, of the controller, and you do it the right way. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'll be fucking mad as fuck. That's like the only game I could ever say I was good at was more. I'm not fucking like, a gamer at yeah, all. I don't think you're good at it. I just think we suck. <laughs> no, man, I'm good at Mortal Kombat. I really felt like you tried. Like, you picked up the sticks like, oh, I'm, I'm Kulao or King Lao. <laughs> yeah, Kulao, yeah, 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 that's my I guy. I really felt like you were that guy. That's the only guy I'm good with on Mortal Kombat ever. Or the Freeze guy. If I think Virus was good with the Freeze oh, guy. Oh, Sub-Zero. I was Striker. Oh, oh, my bad. He's oh, a cop. Yeah. You know, oh, you're like a daddy? I'm a daddy. <laughs> 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 yeah, as close as I ever get to it. <laughs> so what's, what's good with you, Big Sada? How you doing? Nothing, man. I just came to, you know, you, you announced me earlier. I heard you say it was a surprise guest. I just want to be very clear. I'm not your guest, motherfucker. <laughs> I came to stop the virus. Oh, fuck. Well, fuck. Sorry. Just, well, I, but I'm glad I'm here. I'm glad yeah, you're I'm here, too. I'm glad I'm here. I'm glad you're on the podcast. We've I been... just don't want people to think I came over to be on the podcast. I came to talk to virus. One time we had a podcast and we didn't place record. We, no, we didn't have nothing. We were just sitting on the couch. Fuck, By that dude. time, three hours went by and we were like, <laughs> well, shit, you still want to do the podcast? I was like, motherfucker, it's 12 o'clock. <laughs> we were like, yeah, I'm not going to do the podcast no more. <laughs> That's yeah. cool, man. So that would have been pissed. <laughs> Definitely. This is my security. Like security if you need it. Hey man, I know right now I was gonna plug to like the security um, company that sponsored us, and I, the segue was, well, one man who doesn't need security walking down the street is our guest today, Virus Loco. Oh, man, <laughs> man, like, fuck, this motherfucker's a man. Hold on, take your shoelaces. You need something there? Oh, I get contraband and everything. They walked you out. They walked you out. That was good. I would love to see Jax fight Big Sada with his regular arms. Who's Jax? The guy from Mortal Kombat. Man, I hate those references. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand them at all. I, like I know it's a Mortal Kombat podcast. I'm sorry, bro. I get it. It's cool. It's dude. cool. We went. To, we watched that shit like seven times already. No fucking lie. Right, I hear. It. I heard. Fuck, I heard, dude. I heard. It's fucking awesome. Taking that shit to school. <laughs> Everyone's like, yeah, Ernest. We watched it like five times. Like, yeah, he goes by himself. He watches movies. Actually, went well. I've been watching most on HBO Max. We went yesterday oh. with my cousin and whatnot. That was the thing earlier this morning. I was talking about you, and they're talking about the uh, fucking Mortal Kombat. I was like, yeah, he probably goes by himself. <laughs> oh, I would, he too. loves to watch movies by himself. I, I offered to go with him. He's like, nah, cuz I'm cool. I like the oddest thing to me. You, you think so? That. I love I, going I, to the movies by myself. I don't, know, I, don't, I don't know what I would do when I walk in and be like, well, fuck, go theater to the left. Well, we're only going for the one thing. Watch this fucking movie. I don't, like, I, we can't go. We're supposed to be brothers. 
This is a brotherhood. I think we, the last movie we went to was uh, Bad Boys for Life. God, did you like that? I loved it. You did? I well, thought I mean, it was forced. It wasn't. Like, everything's going to be forced. I mean, yeah. Everything's going to be forced. Look at yeah. fucking Coming to America too. Oh, God. Horrible. Dog shit. Did you watch it? Fuck yeah, it was horrible. <laughs> oh, man. The only reason I watched it because it was free. Oh, okay. <laughs> Amazon Prime, baby. Shout out to Amazon Prime. Yeah, We're trying to get on Amazon Podcast right now, actually. Yeah, fuck that. Other than that, it was horrible. Dog shit. I didn't want to watch it. Because I, I watched the original with the idea of that one. Does that ruin, like, the first one for you? At the Fuck end? no. Okay, okay. Why would it? I don't know. I just... I haven't watched it either. Or the one with um, Jared Leto and Denzel Washington. What's, oh, he's a cop? He's a Curry County the, Sheriff? Or oh, something mind or something. Something little. I don't know. Little. Beautiful Mind? No, not Beautiful Mind. That's a fucking... It's a good movie, though. Yeah. What? The Beautiful Mind's a good movie. That's the one with the... Is it Russell Crowe? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's the one he's all he's schizophrenic and shit. I thought Kevin Spacey does a good. Is that American? Not American. Oh, American American Beauty. That's a good movie. I've never seen that one either. Never seen that movie. Can't mention Kevin Spacey. He's canceled. Pay it forward. They they fucked up. They fucked up House of Cards after they took him off. That little kid was about it. Not man. Who watched that shit in like elementary school or junior high or something like that? Man, he did. It was fun. I didn't understand why. House of Cards was a shit until they took Kevin Spacey off. Never seen. I've never seen. It's a good little. It's a it's a politic series, but it's cool though. That says shameless. Not shameless. The dude with uh, Kerry Washington, what's her name? Uh, um, and she's the president or whatever. Scandal. Oh, never seen Scandal. it. Scandal. She said that was good. It's a good one. Never seen That's it. That's what she said. She said that was good. And you watch like, Breaking oh. Bad, cuz? No. Oh man, you gotta watch Breaking Bad. Looks all right. I haven't got into it. I try to watch the first. I just think of every time I see dude, I think of fucking uh, Malcolm in the Middle. <laughs> <laughs> he's how? He's dope. Oh, he's, he's dope. How is dope? He gets down. There's a thing where he fights a clown and he's down. Did you know he was a Sam Fryer Ryan? Get it all these guys, bitch. <laughs> Crazy, uh, He has no arm. In the beginning, when he reads a letter. What? In the beginning. Yeah. He's dressed up, otherwise. Really? That's crazy when the fucking general reads that fucking letter to Abraham Lincoln and shit. When... I had no idea. And Save Pride, right? Yeah. When they, when, um... Yeah, when the ladies they find they they finally put together all fucking four of these Ryan's or brothers, yeah, yeah, yeah. and when they go take it to the general, the like fat, he's the fat guy with the glasses. Yes. Who he reports to? Frank Cran. Really? Crazy, huh? I would have noticed. Sorry. Oh, oh man. It's my lights. I would <laughs> <laughs> it's just my lights. Fuck it. This is a podcast exclusive. We ain't worried about <laughs> it. The couch that fucking don't fit. <laughs> yeah, this is a little ass couch, sick. I know, dude. I gotta, figure, I gotta figure that couch. out. It is a casting couch. Oh, I know, dude. Trust me. People tell me all the time. Like, what's up with the casting couch? You got matches to sit with all your batteries. Batteries. These are matches. You know what you... You know what we expect from you. <laughs> so weird. Oh, I get what you're saying. Like the whole so, Hollywood thing. Yeah. Damn, that's weird. Some shady shit. Like I've you gotta suck my that. dick. I just, I just hear you know, the costume. You gotta of... suck my dick to be in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta see what you look like. Dude. <laughs> like the fucking Kano said, you were a natural blonde down there. <laughs> what? Uh, yeah, yeah, dog. Mortal Kombat. Creeps, Mortal Kombat. He says that shit. Let's see if you're naturally blonde down there. <laughs> It's fucking awesome. Kano's like a obnoxious pig, dude, and that's like, and that's the way they, did, I guess, portrayed him on portrayed he's like him. Dale on and him. Outsiders. Yeah, he's a dickwad, bro. Outsiders. The movie? Yeah. Fucking Tom Cruise. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He tells. You mean Dally? Yeah, but he calls him Dale. Who calls him Dale? 
Some of them call him dead. I'm not, I heard Dally. Like, get, the one that gets killed right by the cops? Yeah. yeah. Give me the money. <laughs> <laughs> he Give starts me the laughing money. in his face, yeah. Outsiders is a good movie. Okay. I don't be honest, I've not seen that movie in my life. I've seen like the fighting scene, and that was it. It's all money, dude. I've never straight. seen it. Soda pop. Soda I'm kind of ashamed I've never seen That's like one of the movies I've never seen before, and I'm ashamed of it. Oh, man. What's another movie? You didn't movie? see the whole book and movie? Mm-mm. I think the book and the movie hold up both. Mm-mm. Yeah, pretty good. A lot of people wouldn't say that, but I really do. Ready Player One, have you watched that? I don't watch those type of movies. Mm. You're missing out, bud. I've watched like the first scene with you. And then I was like, yeah, fuck this. <laughs> <laughs> I was. They saw it was like sci-fi shit. You're like Star I Wars. I don't like sci-fi. But you got to Marvel I mean, a little bit though because of the boys, no? Like Spider-Man? Well, you Spider-Man watch, well, Spider-Man universe. The, the Spider-Man, the regular. I mean, obviously, Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. First yeah. one, money. <laughs> Iron Man, first one, money. Yeah. Second one's good too. It is. Haven't seen the third. Yeah. Third um, one sucks. It's different. Uh, Angel really got into the Spider-Man with the, the white boy, um, Holland. Oh yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah both of those movies. Good one. Money. Then with the uh, Miles Morales. Yeah, I love Miles yeah, Morales. Yeah, dude, that's fucking. The dope. third one is both with Tom Holland. Supposed to be like the live action of that one, kind of. That's supposed. To, supposed to that's be not the one where they go to like Europe or whatever, right? Nah, nah, that's a good one too, though. That's cool. That was kind of stupid. Yeah, Mysterio wasn't there, but it was there type of thing. It was all fucking smoking mirrors. But whatever. Is I that not it. how it goes? <laughs> see, yeah. I haven't had one. See, like, see, I wouldn't know if it was good or not. <laughs> yeah, it was good, but it's like in the cartoon, it wasn't smoke and mirrors. It was really Mysterio doing oh, that shit. Really but whatever, oh, bro. Oh, live action. We got to adapt it to what the fuck happened and whatnot. It was cool. Captain America. Captain America. The first, it was all right. There's Thor. Some... I think the first one, I think we watched Thor together. Think, or was that you or me or one of you guys? Probably. Because you got mad because I watched the movie, but with the listeners. Because we got to watch Marvel together. I know, bitch ass. <laughs> it's all goody, man. So we watched Thor. Shout out to Hubert. Was... <laughs> Give him a shout out to the podcast. It was alright. He ain't never going to listen to this shit. He's a fuck. What else? Now that's it. We're really growing as man, though, man. We could. We, I, I disagree. We <laughs> really could. Totally we couldn't do shit. I don't know this, but I'm in group therapy right now. <laughs> <laughs> Working out though. Oh, yeah. is there a for you? Uh, we'll talk about that in a later time. <laughs> you can tweet about it. We can't I can't say about much it. about it. Hey, man. To, fuck yeah, all that. Go man. back and read to see what you tweet about it. I'm going to tell you how good it is. I just said the program is doing well for me. That's <laughs> so all let's I talk you're about. here, you're alive. That's, That's all it is. I can't go into Elmo wants me to go into detail, but I got to check my I pops. didn't tell him to go into detail. I said maybe one yeah, day in a couple months. You want views? No, you want views. We don't get views on this motherfucker. I'm going to try to. Do the whole mental illness spectrum and like ah, yeah. get people to talk about He's trying to get funding. Trying, trying to get funding, bro. <laughs> hey, we gotta keep it. We gotta keep it interesting. Okay. I like the setup. I, I bet you there's not too many people in Wilmer Street that have a Mac little screen or Apple. It's cool, huh? Little thing. Yeah, that's right. We do not have a Mac Apple on Wilmer Street. Oh, <laughs> 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 I mean, yes, yeah, so I, uh, I just right. Uh, uh, we're in a. <laughs> Withy, we're in Withy right now. Where's Withy at? <laughs> Withy's that way. Hey, man. We're out here on Withy and uh, Potomac. Yeah, in the cuts. Bunny Street. Bike Walmart. Street, Bunny Street from Walmart. Walmart. We're in Marcos and Coco. Also, oh. Rest in peace. Choco. Is it Coco? Choco. Choco. Rest in peace, Choco. I know, I like Choco. Oh, man, rest in peace, Choco. He partied hard, man. Choco was there. Choco was fucking there all the time. He was always there, dude. Shaggy like a motherfucker. When Marco got in trouble, my God. I got, 
into some shit there. <laughs> hey, nothing. <laughs> hey, this is a story. Got Ernie Punch. Hey, this is, <laughs> hey, this is a story we could tell. No one's gonna fucking listen to this shit. Or at least it's a little irrelevant. Remember when that bitch hit me? She fucking did invite me to her fucking house that one day. Well, you were mean to her. Was I mean to her? Well, this is what the virus said. <laughs> Can't say her name because she's a, what is it? A public, she's an influencer now. Is she? She's an influencer, public influencer. Is she? No, she just writes she it on Instagram. Writes it. That's, she's, she uh, ain't shit. She I wrote right. that shit too, but I didn't believe it. Yeah, uh, I don't know about her. She not like she had, uh, I know I got a oh, pass, but goddamn. Oh, right, nephew. So what happened? Remember when she mm. fucking did, invited everybody but me and I got all mad at him? Can I go? <laughs> <laughs> you went up you went up to her like your dad went up to the fucking dude at the at the Paradise Palace. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? Tone uh, two tone J- JT. Yeah, whatever, yeah. Big old motherfucker. And you he went up to him and started talking shit. And, and then he went up to her like Oh, can I go? <laughs> I think I, called, I nah, honestly dude. think I called her the B word, bro, and I felt bad. Yeah, because she hit you. Yeah. She Remember, she, I think I told her to stop acting like a bitch or something like she, that. She was mad at virus, but really thought you were virus. Yeah, she thought I was the one that broke you in. Said, yeah. Oh, God. I didn't break into anywhere. Um, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> 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 I need to tell on everybody. Goddamn. At the end, like, whatever said here is. Strictly for show. This is all for entertainment purposes, yeah. 100%. Any views that we have are not related to SJ's podcast. and not affiliated. And they're not affiliated with any of our sponsors. Yeah. Definitely not any of our sponsors. <laughs> I don't have no sponsors. They're not affiliated with any of our sponsors. How y'all cancel me and I got nothing? <laughs> yeah, do anything. You need security. I don't need security. I got nothing. You got to take anything from me. <laughs> Fuck, dude. Yeah, whatever. When you stop. went, though, you went, remember? Yes, you I did she go. She didn't invite you. Nah, you just went. No, she said, okay. No, she, we talked about no. it. I thought I got really mad because I told her I didn't do what she accused me of doing. But And then you were like, but you hit me too. But you hit me too. <laughs> she fucking hit me hard as fuck, dude. That girl is gross. Oh, God. Yeah, she was kind of gross. Yeah, I like it. She was gross back uh, then. Imagine. Names were changed for the... For the uh, uh, Carol. Carol was fucking... Taking her clothes off. And her friends were like... Remember okay with that shit. They're lifting up their clothes. It was like, hmm. Mm. And then, that's why, man, we, I didn't know, like, we don't want to be with girls like that. Like, as a wifey and shit? Nah. That's nasty. I'm good. She was back then. She was almost. Yeah, I would have taken Buyers ain't turned nothing down but his collar. He ain't turned nothing but his collar. I was like, we fucking dying. Like, See, that's a funny story, dude. That's, that's a fucking hilarious Let's story. Let's tell the story. What's the podcast exclusively? Okay. So... Uh, again, we're gonna change the names for the, change for the names for entertainment purposes only. Christine. For the safety of our Christine. Well, we were all sitting down at the table. I think it's you, us three, two other gentlemen, uh, bigger than me, <laughs> right? And then we were talking. I think about somebody brought up a girl. I think virus or one of us did. Uh-huh. And, and then we were like, "Oh yeah, she's cute." Oh, virus like, "Oh yeah, you know I'll be that good, you know." And then I'm gonna be like, "Yeah, she cool, cuz she cool." And then this other young gentleman, again, not the most to look at, was like, oh, no, she's gross. <laughs> <laughs> and we were like, we all looked at him. We are like, what? And he was like, yeah, I would have fucked that. Fuck that. She's gross. <laughs> Mind you, the man's not very attractive. Attractive. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Really nice guy, but not too. And the young lady he was with, also on the lower End of the total. Yeah, one through ten, she's right. like one to yeah, mid like five. A solid, solid three and a half. Yeah, four, yeah. four maybe. Right, which is fine. She's a nice lady. She's yeah. still cool. Whatever they want. Four right? holidays. So up. again, 
back to the story. He goes, no, nah, I wouldn't fuck that. Fuck that. Wouldn't fuck that. <laughs> and we all kind of looked at him. And I don't know why it came to me. But the first thing I said, I said was, oh, all of a sudden we fuck dimes around here. <laughs> <laughs> not to be rude. I'm just saying. Like, they're not all ten. No, know? definitely. Definitely. <laughs> we, we, that was like six, seven years ago. And that's, that's how the legend was born. Maybe, no, that was longer than six, seven probably. years ago, dude. We came up. That was like in our early 20s. Yeah. But I thought it was oh, hilarious. All of a sudden we fucked dimes. All of a sudden we fucked dimes. That was great. That's a great line, dude. It's hilarious. That's dude. a great fucking I don't line. I feel bad because, I mean, it was true. <laughs> I don't feel bad. I'm just... Look, you know what? Fuck Jesse. Jesse's like, <laughs> he was like, now we could tell you. Uh, oh, that was the greatest thing in the Jane world. Jane Doe was fucking hideous. Jane Doe, I like it. <laughs> I'm like, fuck. I mean, we were all thinking it. God damn, dude. You're a dick right. for saying, you're a dick for agreeing with it. I know, I was mean. But every time I see him, what the hell is your brother's problem? <laughs> Bringing a specimen like that home. <laughs> <laughs> and then, I know that fuck. I thought so, I was, I said, you act like you had that thing. Look at your, with the red hair. You better oh, stop. She was nice. Yeah, she, she was, was cool. She was no nice. dime, though. She was nice. I would have said that. Joanna said she was cool. Joanna was, I told Joanna the whole story, and she was like, oh, she was nice. She was just happy to be here, cuz. That's what happens when, when every time a girl says, oh, she's nice, I mean, she's not that cute. Yeah, uh, it's like when the homies say, "As long as you're happy." Cause. <laughs> <laughs> That's what a lot of people wanted for Elmo. He was, as long as you're happy, as long as you're happy, man. Fuck. Uh, Elmo was giving him a high five when he was leaving, though. <laughs> so I look at her. She's a walking appendix. She's a fucking wisdom tooth. She's <laughs> useless. Fucking useless. A dick, dude. His, That's great. His analogies. Are it was. Funny. I forgot to tell you last Friday. Remember, he told me, "Hey, man, we're losing." <laughs> Don't no, talk so, to don't me. Talk to hey, but then you guys scored the last minute. I'm like, I think this is a good time. We well, hey, dude, we were down by fucking 28 to 7. Yeah. And the minute we scored two touchdowns, I'm like, I've got a little hope. The energy, the energy's got a high. Hope. The energy's high. And I felt bad. She was standing right there. I didn't mm-hmm. want to be rude. Yeah. I mean, definitely not be rude to you. But. I told her, no, that's a question. This is a question. And afterwards, like, that's a quick second, but at least it's high. Yeah, I want to Yeah, just... High. It's a coaching mode. The coaching is different though. Like we we don't we're not coaching and get introduced to people right now. It's a whole different fucking mind state you gotta be in. It all depends what what kind of coach you are. Though. It all depends what kind of coach you are. Do you feel like you get locked in like at times? But then I mean I'm blessed to have the boys and Joanna and my mm-hmm. parents over there on the mm-hmm. football field mm-hmm. where we we can all kind of look and we're like, all right, it's not that. Bad. And it's not like what's more of the general area. Yeah, yeah. It's like the special spot for the family. It's and like it's not like okay, it's not that serious. Yeah. Like, obviously, you want to see your kids do well. You want to do well. Mm-hmm. And it's fucking intense. Mm-hmm. But then you see your boys. You see your family. I mean, the real life stuff. Yeah. Huh? Crazy. Then you see people you have fun with at work. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Talk shit to people. Yeah. It's a cool little spot. I like it. But it was nice. I like it. Joanna loves it, dude. Because now the kids don't try to fall down the stairs. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, especially right now with COVID or whatever. I mean, she just Stay away from herself, everybody. They That's come into the back way. They don't have to hear people talking shit about us. Definitely. Um... I hate to cut it short though, y'all, but this is just a podcast exclusive, Man, and we already got a fucking fifty minute interview on top of this. So I want people to listen to all of it, and I think it's a good preview of what we could do in the future because we're fucking funny as fuck. I thought that was. I like, think we're hilarious. I think we're great, and See, we won't. What we'll do too, it'll be an extra special thing. We won't even say, "Hey, Big Sada's on here." You're just gonna. We won't even announce you like one of those guests that they'll put on the soundtrack. It's like a Dr. Dre verse, like on the Nas well, album. Now they're gonna know. Now they're gonna know. Well, they know they introduced it, but I'm not gonna put it on like on the description. I'm gonna say it's virus, and then you get a bonus too on top of the bonus. Big oh. Sada, that'd be cool, huh? So this is episode 80, y'all. We're the STS podcast. Maybe we follow us on STS podcast 661. Uh, we got Romeo, the Young Don Cruz coming up. I hope you guys like it. Tune in. 
And we actually got a basketball edition coming up. We got uh, Wesley Davis III, Garrett Brown, uh, Coach Diggs, Scott Smith, A.J. Sharon, uh, Stefan Carter. We got a lot of coaching coming up right now in the next couple episodes. I hope you guys enjoy it. Basketball season's here. Actually, wrestling season's here, too. So we'll try to get Addison's ass in here, too. I would love to have Addison in here. Oh, well, well, you know what, man? This is the STS Podcast. You never know what's going to happen. Episode 80, we out. Hey, what's up, y'all? It's Ernie C, the Gap Tooth Genius, and this is going to be episode 80 of the STS Podcast. Our guest traveled today to shoot the shit with us, and I got pro wrestler Romeo Cruz. My guy, what's up, bro? What's good, bro? How you doing, man? Yeah, thank you for coming out again, my G. We'll yes. talk about that later in the podcast. Yeah, 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 man. I'm really excited to have you, bro. Bro, you, this is your first podcast? My first podcast ever, bro. I'm honored to be on your, you know, your first pod, my guy. <laughs> Where are you traveling from, bro? Uh, Well, I live in uh, Ukaipa. <laughs> okay. So that's like by uh, San Bernardino. That's a, that's a drive. So it's like a three-hour drive from here. My guy came all the way over here to shoot the shit with EC3, man. And again... Captive Genius, host, founder, and bro, we've been talking about doing this podcast for a long, long time. We were just talking about like two years ago. Yeah, 2019. We, we first linked and just got caught wind of each other. And I know with the pandemic and everything, it was kind of a uh, like a pause in the career right now, especially when there's no fans and there's there's not a lot going on in general in the sporting in the sporting event, I guess area, right? Yeah. So it, everything's been a little slow, but things are starting to pick up. I knew you just had another, you just had a, a match recently, uh-huh. and we'll talk about that right now. Being a pro wrestler and what it means to you and just your journey, my guy. Yeah. yeah. But I just wanted to thank you for being on the pod, bro. Definitely, bro. Anytime, man. Anytime. I know, my Bakersfield, Bakersfield. You know, we gotta. We gotta. We gotta, we gotta represent. Yeah, you take care of each other, man. So let's start from the beginning. I'm gonna call you Alex. Is that cool? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, Alex. Let's start from beginning my guy so are you from bakersfield i know you're out in san bernardino now what's your story how did that journey start uh no nah, i'm from bakersfield man i lived out here all my life uh here in wasco okay shout yeah. out to wasco yeah shout out wasco how'd you end up in san bernardino oh uh, i just found a house out there i was gonna move to riverside and ended up finding a house uh, in ukaipa okay because i my the the company i work for i wrestle for is out there What's the company called? Uh, EWF, Empire Wrestling Federation. Empire Wrestling Federation. Yeah, okay. ran by uh, Jesse Hernandez. Shout out to Jesse. Yeah. So, so now you're so you're in San Bernardino for your profession. Yeah, definitely. That's where you're getting your work at right now. Yeah, that's all. That's why I moved over there. It's all for rest. Everything's for wrestling. You know what I mean? The sacrifice yeah. and whatnot. Okay, so before we get into wrestling, bro, at least you becoming a professional wrestler. Where does that journey start? When did you first find your love for pro wrestling? Uh, man, it happened when I was like seven years old because, uh, I had these twin best friends and they're a little older than me. So that was like during the attitude era, you know, when it was like big, big, yeah. so everybody was in it. 10 million people were watching a night. Cr- yeah. Shit, crazy, bro. bro. And, yeah, uh, definitely. we would just go to Blockbuster, man, and rent the, 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 the videos, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. VCR or VHS, I mean. And you, so how old are you? I'm 25. So back, yeah, back in the day, y'all, we would go rent video. It wasn't like we had the network or Peacock or... We could just go on YouTube. We had to go rent these hard copy videos yep. for five days and, yeah, and then to, bring them back to check out the latest, greatest wrestling. Did you watch WWE or WCW growing up? No, I was up? watching WWE. Like, my first memory I, uh, I recall is uh, Undertaker and Mankind when he threw him off the hound <laughs> of cell. Man, oh, that's like man. the first memory I, I, really, I really thought of. Oh my God, they killed him. Yeah. Fucking JR, dude. Oh God. Dude, real fast. So, I know this is kind of off topic, but WrestleMania 17, The Rock and Stone Cold. Dude, JR. And if you guys don't know him, he's the commentator, legendary commentator. He elevated that match 
he takes that shit to different levels, just like he did with Mankind and Undertaker. I think he is the voice of wrestling, bro. Oh, yeah, the, definitely. To this fucking day. I, I love JR, bro. I just, man, I know it's kind of off topic, but that's just kind of like my fandom. I love wrestling, dude. I, and that's why I wanted to have you on. I really love wrestling. You see the room, got fucking Macho Man. Hulk Hogan. Hulk I seen Hogan, that, man. Like, yeah. dude, I'm a big, you know, AEW, Lucha Underground. You, did you, do you remember Lucha Yeah, Lucha Head. Yeah, I used okay. to watch, that was tight, bro. That was different, right? Yeah, Prince Puma, Johnny, oh. yeah, all them, bro. Dude, Prince Puma's, that, well, that we went to a showing, actually. I'd never been to studio wrestling before. I know they did that back in the day, but Lucha Underground was kind of like studio wrestling modern times, and it was cool to see Prince Puma, and uh, I know Rey Mysterio came out, and man, I forgot the damn big guy, dude. Was it Monseca or something? I forgot his damn name, but dude, that was different. That was yeah, a cool experience. it was different, man. It was cool, man. And you know, we were talking about how, you know, you did you went to NXT when they came into town, yeah. when Shinsuke first walked came into the company, and Samoa, Samoa Joe, Joe like, uh, that, Ty, uh, Ty Dillinger, yeah. Uh, yeah, all that. Perfect 10. Perfect 10, dude, bro. I love him, AEW though some people really sleep on him but again that's why I really want you on bro pro wrestling is a passion of mine just as a fan and you as a pro wrestler this is how you eat this is this is how you grind bro yeah. so it's pretty cool to see that and see you know the love you have for it um, when you were coming up bro what, what was your athletic background what made you think you know you're taking you're taking um, you know if you played sports in high school that this could transfer over to pro wrestling well, I've always been good at, like, at sports, so I, I did like all three sports. You know, I did uh, football, wrestling, and baseball. Mm-hmm. And I was, I was always good, but I was like, I'm like 5'8", five, 5'9", five, you know what I mean? Like, uh, at the time, there was like Daniel Bryan, CM Punk, all the little guys. Mm-hmm. And I saw them, and I'm like, damn, they can do that. Like, I'm going to do that, you know what I mean? What's, what high school did you go to? Uh, West High. West High, oh, okay. West yeah, High, the building. Vikings, cool, bro. cool, cool. Hell yeah, Vikings. Foothill guy right here, my okay, guy. Okay. No, I'm, at, I'm at Highland now, that's why I just, I just got out of practice, but yeah, dude. That's um, something I wanted to talk about, just being 5'8", five, 5'9". Five, I don't know if people know about, the, the, the I guess, the conversion of wrestling. It went from these the land of the giants to guys like Daniel Bryan, yourself, Rey Mysterio. Yeah. Uh, even Ricochet kind of could fit in that category. It's not You don't got to be a big man anymore. Yeah, definitely. Um, was Shawn Michaels, Bret Hart, some of your favorite wrestlers coming yeah, up Yeah, Shawn too? Michaels, uh, Chris Jericho. Definitely. Chris Jericho, the legend. I, like... Uh, Dean Malenko. Oh man, crazy, that was bro. Yeah, oh, yeah, I, I mean, love Dean Malenko. Yeah, hell yeah, bro. It's crazy how he still has a role now in the business. He's still, you know, he's um, I guess uh, how you say it, mentoring these guys, yeah. teach them how to elevate their game. Now, I think, and that's another thing that people really need to take seriously too. With pro wrestling, this is the wins and losses matter. You winning is going to elevate you guys because this is the grind. You this is a um, I'm sorry, Empire Wrestling Federation, right? Yeah. There is a champion there. That's where you want to be at. You yeah. want to be at the top of the mountain. Definitely, definitely. And you don't come and say, we don't do this for second place, right? No, no, definitely not. How competitive will you say you are? Because you put your body on the line every night. You're in a match every every time you're in that ring, you're putting your body on the line. Yeah, definitely. Every, uh, every match, you're all out, you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. uh, anything can happen, you get injured or stuff like that, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? And injuries are good, especially in, this, in the physical sport like yours this is this isn't ba- like they say this isn't ballet this is a physical grind every yeah. fucking match you're you're putting you're trying to beat this man every fucking time you're not intimidated you're going you're going against the best in the world and you want to be the best in the world yeah, that's definitely that's so, why you're in it you know what i mean you want to be number one you want to be you definitely the top dog definitely bro and i think with, with especially with me podcasting djing I want. I don't do this shit to be a second. I do this shit because I want to be mentioned at least with the best. When they talk about podcasting, DJ, oh fuck, 
Ernie. When you talk about wrestling, oh, Romeo, man. Romeo, I forgot my guy. The the young Don, Romeo Cruz. I'm sorry about no, that, no, my yeah, guy. I need good. to give you the proper intro. We got the young Don in the motherfucking house. Yo, the house. young Don, Romeo Cruz, the king of Don style. The, the king of Don yes, style, sir. bro. And you know what we're talking about? Let's talk before, before we became the young Don. When did you first start saying, hey, I could start doing this, pursuing this dream of pro wrestling? Uh, Probably early junior year, man, football season. Yeah, cause uh, I just I bought the game again, bro, and mm-hmm. I slowly like got back into it. Mm-hmm. I noticed all my homies like wrestling on the low. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. like no one really wants to say it, but no, definitely. And then we all started messing with it again, and that's it, bro. I was like, dang, I could really do this, you know? Mm-hmm. So since junior year, I've been trying to go after it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When when you start saying, hey, I want to become a pro wrestler, this isn't like, hey, I want to go become a fucking firefighter, a cop, a teacher, you know. What's the what research has to be done in order to find where you could get your training at? This isn't something you could go in the corner and just find out. Hey, I want to start becoming a pro wrestler. I want to be start that climb to the top of the mountain. Where yeah. did you start researching? What um, I guess your considerations where you wanted to go learn your craft? Uh, I was just searching on uh Google. You know what I mean? I found a school in Florida I was gonna go to. And I ended up finding uh, SWA, Storm Wrestling Academy, by Lance Storm in Canada. Mm-hmm. And I just stacked up, and I ended up going. Man, and people need to realize, too, Lance Storm is one of the greatest technical wrestlers ever. Uh, did some research, Storm Wrestling Academy, Tyler Breeze, Emma, uh, Peyton Royce. You know, she's been in the news lately. One of my favorite woman wrestlers. She's a fuck. She could go. Yeah. So... You know, when you're going to this prestigious academy to train to become a pro wrestler... What are your thoughts entering to this? Is this something you're, you know, you're, you're kind of scared to fail in, or is this something like this is what I want to do? I want to do whatever the fuck it takes to get it done. Yeah, definitely. That's why I wanted to go to like one of the top schools. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And just, uh, yeah, learn from one of the best. Definitely, it's a journey, man. Like that's how crazy is that to go to Canada from Bakersfield? You know what I mean? I'm living out there three freaking months. I'm fucking, I'm 20 years old, bro. I'm a little kid still. You, you know, 20, like I don't. Yeah, definitely. You know what I mean? Like. 20 years old going to fucking camp. Dude, we can't even go. Some people can't even go to fucking San Diego. You're going to another country to go yeah. pursue this dream. Not, and I know from the outside looking in, like, this, they don't know how, what it takes to get there. Yeah. The avenue. So you have to kind of, no one taught you this game. No one taught you how to be a pro wrestler or how to get, I guess, um, acclimated, how to meet your connections, how to make a name for yourself. This is something you have to learn on your own, right? Yeah, definitely. What's been the... Since the, I guess so, what was the biggest lesson you learned training at the Storm Wrestling Academy? Again, prestigious wrestling academy, and this is where if you want to become one of the best, this is where you go. Not everybody has the privilege of going there. Yeah. Oh my! I mean, I I learned a lot. I learned like the basics. Mostly, it was just all fundamentals because you gotta mm-hmm. be really good at the basics. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? You can't don't want to go and try to do all the crazy stuff if you're not really that good at the basics. You know what I'm saying? Just, just like ain't like basketball, like DJ. There's fundamentals to yeah, this fundamentals. thing in order to get to the next level. Definitely, yeah. What did, and how long was your how long did you stay there? How long is it? I guess it's a three month course, right? Yeah, three, three months. months training. Yeah. What was the biggest lesson you learned from that? From that experience? Just, um, I'd say just gaining confidence, going after my dream, chasing my dreams. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It takes a lot. To do all that, you know what I mean? And when you started going to Canada, started telling um, your parents, your friends, how did they How did they accept that? Were they kind of, you know, let's go, Alex, do your thing? Or were they kind of like, I don't know, you need to think twice about yeah. that, my guy? Oh, oh, definitely. A lot of people were talking uh, 
like down downgrading my my me wanting to go to Canada and stuff. Like, what are you doing? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, my dad didn't really like it. He wanted me to finish school and all that stuff, but I felt like I if I would have did that, I wouldn't have went. You know what I mean? Live with regret. Yeah, yeah, I would have lived with regret. I would have been like, dang, I could have did that. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't want to push like how do I say? I didn't want to grow up and just be like, dang, I should have did that and then regret it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But my mom, my mom was real supportive of it. Of it. So that's good. So, so uh, you would say your parents are your big inspira- yeah, definitely. biggest inspirations now. And when you're, you know, you're climbing this mountain, uh, people need to realize when you're doing your profession, this isn't given to you. You got to go get that shit. Yeah, definitely. You never know when your next match is going to be. You never know if anything may happen to you in this ring. Because like I said, it's not ballet. You're putting your life on the line every match. Yeah, definitely. So with your first match, how did, um, how did that come about? And how did you feel with that first match? You know, walking in, um, I'm sure this is something you kind of learn to fly, you know, this is... Not many people. I mean, it's like boxing, bro. UFC. You're walking into this fucking battle. This is war you're about to go in. Yeah. How did you prepare yourself for that? It was just a learning experience, man. My mm-hmm. first match. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Getting in front of a crowd like that's different than training matches and all that. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So I definitely learned from that. Mm-hmm. And just um, just I had to do you. I've, you just got to do it. You know what I mean? And just get better with time. Mm-hmm. You. The best way to learn is from experience. So mm-hmm. yeah. So from your first match to your last match, what do you think has been the biggest um, obstacle to overcome? Just, um, let's see. I don't know, just uh, having the confidence, you know what I mean? Confidence to do it. Definitely. Yeah. You feel like you're getting better with every match. Oh, yeah, definitely, take, yeah. Take like, to compared level? to uh, to 2020 when the pandemic happened, mm-hmm. like, I, I feel like I grew a lot. Just mm-hmm. it gave me a lot of more time to think and, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And uh, really... Uh, get with my character and get with myself. You know what I mean? Like back then, I wasn't really. I was just Romeo Cruz. Now I'm Romeo Cruz, the young Don. You know what I mean? I got something to work with. What do you think? What when people see the young Don Romeo Cruz, how would you? Who who is that person? Who are you to the to, to audience who doesn't watch a lot of wrestling? How would you describe yourself? I'll just say um, I'm just fun to watch. You know what I mean? I feel like a lot of people. I'm uh, likable. A lot of people are gonna like what I do in the ring and just. Uh, Enjoyable, yeah. And you're gonna over. It's like I, I see when, when you wrestle. It's like you overcome whatever your opponent gives you. You're trying to always outdo them, outsmart them, staying in condition. You're you're a well conditioned athlete. Yeah. How how important is it to have that stamina to have that extra gear? It's really important, man, because um, it's it's like it's tough being in the ring. You know what I mean? You gotta mm-hmm. work on the cardio. You gotta yeah, just. It's it's uh you got to be in ring shape you got to be strong you got to be working out all that stuff so because this isn't like boxing where you get to go three rounds and you get that break for a minute get that little pep talk yeah. to your trainer there's nothing like that you're going to war fifteen minutes twenty minutes and you're trying to outdo your opponent every time who's who of course your opponent's trying to get to the fucking top two you're an obstacle in their in their lane and you guys all want that top spot definitely yeah. um paying your dues with that is that something that you just you just know, you know, you have a love for the business. You know that you ha- you're going from the top of the mountain, starting from the bottom, I guess yeah. you can stay. Work your way up. Is, is that something you really take to heart, paying your dues to the business? Yeah, it's that grind, you know what I mean? It's not going to come right away. It's mm-hmm. just, it's going to be years. Mm-hmm. I think, uh, we, oh, we all, if wrestling fans, we've heard that, you know, the people before us always paved the way for men like you who have dreams of becoming that top guy. Um, I don't know if it's top guy to you means like WWE. There's pl- people. People forget too. WWE is not the main stop. 
Um, just like basketball, there's be- there's um, leagues in Japan, there's leagues in France, yeah. there's wrestling in Japan, there's different styles in the world for wrestling. What type of style would you say you have? I say more like the technical, okay. technical uh, mat work stuff like that. And what what, what um, why did you choose that style? Just from uh, my favorite wrestlers, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like Shawn Michaels, uh, Daniel Bryan, mm-hmm. uh, The Rock. Mm-hmm. So I you kind of want to like rub off on them or. Uh, Imitate them in a little bit, you know what I mean? And with wrestling, I think everything's kind of, you know, I'm sure you're not, I'm not a wrestler, but you just hear that you kind of always take from the past and make it your own. Is that something you really like to do? Yeah, definitely. Like, uh, in one of my ma- my last match, one of my, uh, that drop down uh, and sit back, leave, mm-hmm. uh, drop kick, I got that from the Shawn Michaels uh, Bret Hart match. Okay. Yeah. Which one was that? Was that the, the WrestleMania one? Yeah, WrestleMania 60 minute match. Oh, yeah. man. Iron Man. I was just, I think we, we talked about this too. I, I was ashamed, dude. I love wrestling so much, but I just watched that match. Oh. Uh-huh. So do you take, do you kind of like, you know, you want to elevate your craft? You want to get better? Are you watching your matches and say, hey, you know, even though, you know, I did what I wanted to do, there's things I could do to get better? Or are you watching stuff from back in the day, even if it's from 2001, 2002, when you were just that? You know, our, you know that ch- inner child of us, like, we, we go back, and it's nostalgia, but you're going back to these old matches and saying, hey, I can fucking do that now. I'm in a position to do that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I see stuff, and I'm like, oh, I could do that. Oh, I could do that. You know what I mean? And I'll just try to put it in my game. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who do you look to now? I guess not, I guess the mainstream. What what wrestlers do you really respect in the game now that, hey, I want, I want to be like that, or I would love to have a match with them? Yeah, uh, like Jordan Devlin. Jordan, okay, He's that's an underrated bro. name. Okay. Jordan Devlin, oh, bro. Yeah. That made, no one in the podcast is going to know the fuck that yeah, is, bro. Yeah, yeah. Jordan Devlin, uh, Jonathan uh, Gresham. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. So stuff like that, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. How do, um, do you watch a lot of AEW, NXT? Uh, more of NXT, yeah. I think that's what we're talking about. That's the more technical wrestling. That's more, it's less, it's less fireworks, but more grounded, more underground, more, I guess, what they're doing here, they're really trying to... You know, pay homage to the art. Yeah, and I think it is an art, bro. I think it's a it's an art one hundred percent. Like what you're doing, and I respect that. I really do. Like I love. Like I said, I've always loved wrestling. Just to have you on, just kind of talking about your profession. I know a lot of wrestlers don't really talk. They don't come on podcasts. Just to, that's not a thing to do. You know what I mean? So yeah, I really yeah, appreciate yeah. you coming on, my guy, and just talking about your career and yeah, whatnot. Yeah, thank you, man. Thank you for having me, man. How do you at EWF? How do you like it there? Which you said the owner Jesse. How? Yeah, did, Jesse you know, Hernandez. So you're, I guess, you know, you're working for him. How does it feel to work for him? He's a great man. I, uh, I learned a lot of my, my, uh, a lot of my experience and everything I've learned is basically from him. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So I'm growing. He's uh, helping me grow, helping me become Romeo Cruz, and giving you the, and putting you in position to go to the top yes, of the mountain. Yes. Uh-huh. And again, that's and that's what it is with your sport. We're not here to we're not here to fuck around. We're here to get these W's, get these wins, show the crowd because that's I'm sure you guys feed off that energy. It's all about the crowd. And yeah, definitely. I think. And it's, I know it's difficult without with the pandemic and whatnot, but once they start coming back, bro, I think that's going to be something. They're going to be so fucking ready to pop. They're going to want to. Yeah. They want someone like you who 5'8", defeating these fucking giants. You know, the last, I think the match we're going to watch later, this guy wasn't a 5'7 guy. He's a big man. He was, he, he was, he was pushing you to your limits. He was trying to beat you down. He was trying to take what was yours, that, that, I guess that brass ring. Yeah. So... Is that something that really pushes you? Like you know that someone wants to take you out every match. Yeah, so that's why I'm at. I'm at the gym working every day. You know what I mean? I'm trying to be. I'm trying to train as much as I can. Mm-hmm. Just craft my skill, get as good as possible. You know. Mm-hmm. And that's a lot of. And I'm sure too. 
besides the gym being in the ring a lot, just working out a lot, working on things that you want to happen in the ring. Yeah. Is that something? Is that something that it's gonna have? You have to do consistently, right? Just like being in the gym at basketball, we have to keep working, keep working. Every day. Every day. Yeah, every day. I like that, my guy. So with the young Don, where did you get that? What What is the? Is that a? Is that a homage to anybody? Where did you get that? The young Don. From? Well, because I'm a hip hop head, a lot of a lot of rappers. Yeah. It's always say the young Don, you young Don. You know what I mean? I'm like, damn, that's dope. Like I'm, I'm gonna be that. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. So we all want to be the, t- you know, Ricky Ross was the Teflon Don. Teflon Don, yeah. Biggie was the Black Frank White, things like that. So that yeah. You want to be the boss. You want to be the man they look up to. Like that motherfucker got clout, and it's not clout like they see on the internet. Like motherfuckers do that for attention. We're talking about the guy with clout who has power who can make shit happen. Yeah, definitely. And I think that's something like, and you, you're building your brand right now with the young Don. Yep. I like it, bro. Like I love the shirt. Yeah, Appreciate thank you, the man. shirt, my guy. And I love like I love wrestling. I love wrestling gear, bro. That's my thing. I like for like so many like Y two J, Chris Jericho. Like I just love correcting shirts too. So I appreciate the love. Yeah, my yeah guy. definitely, man. And I and dude, you see the yeah right here. Three, my guy. Three right here. I got it. I man. like it, bro. Did you see the little NWO see, homage? Yeah, I, see, I like on that. Oh, okay. The vital four, my guy: execution, consistency, perseverance, and luck, bro. That's the four That's things we gotta make, my guy. With hip hop, bro, who would you say your favorite hip hop artist are? Uh, let's see. I listen to I listen to a lot of hip hop, bro. Probably like J Cole, uh, Jay Z, mm-hmm. Pop Smoke, R. I. P. Back Baby, <laughs> talk to me nice. <laughs> yeah, crazy, bro. Man, nip, like, nip, man, uh, long live nip, bro. Yeah, yeah, definitely. When he got when he got killed that day, man, I went. Down, I was actually in Carson. I went down there that night. Wild night. I think it was like a. I really take hip hop seriously, so it's yeah. like a it's like a pilgrimage I made. That was like. The night Pac died, the night Biggie died. You want you you gotta walk there and pay respect to that Definitely, shit. Definitely, yeah. Um, Rick Ross is one of my favorite rappers ever. I uh, love Ricky, what he does. I love. Um, I know I was talking about uh, DMX. Rest in peace, DMX. Yeah, RP, man. God, dude, we bump. DMX has been a fucking regular in our lives since we were like eight, nine, ten years old. Yeah. Like I love DMX. Uh, you know, you said J Cole, Kendrick. I've been a Kendrick fan forever. Do you like J Rock and like so on? I like. Uh, yeah, they cool. Yeah. Um, who else will be they got? I uh, say Isaiah Rashad, oh, Reason, God, dude. Yeah, dude. I like Jid. A lot of them are the Dreamville and uh, TD. I um, who's the one I got dreams of being rich? Huh? I forgot what the hell the guy's name is. Uh, I got uh, Cause, Cause, yeah, he's that's hard, my bro. Thing, yeah. bro. That was like one of my yeah. favorite songs ever. Bro. That sounds hard, yeah. And so, with hip hop, how much do you incorporate hip hop in what you do? Yeah, bro, like, um. It's like my life Not my life But it's like a daily thing mm-hmm. I'm always listening to music You know what I mean mm-hmm. I'm at the gym Listening to music It's mm-hmm. like Keeps you going Hearing their stories And all that it Gives you motivation All that You mm-hmm. get what I'm saying Yeah definitely yeah, yeah. I feel the same way Well especially with DJing Like I'm always trying to find That next best Like every hit I'm not It's more I'm not really looking For hip hop anymore I'm looking for something That's gonna get the people The woman on the dance floor Yeah okay. At least for me It's about how we can get These ladies on the dance floor now Cause we always gonna want What the ladies want Yeah, yeah So I know we were talking About Lloyd Banks I seen that yeah The Lloyd Banks Hunger for more Dude that's one of my guys Dude this, that That's a classic crazy. bro I love that fucking album bro There's um uh, I get high as my shit yeah, when yeah. it was Snoop. That was my cut on fire. On fire, yeah. That uh, cut with Tony Yayo. There's a cut. Yeah, yeah, what the yeah. hell it's called? I'm sure it's back there. Uh, Black Rob, rest in peace. Like we've had these for years on this wall. Like I've always been a Black Rob fan. So to see that he passed away the other day, man, it's been super crazy, dude. Um, let me see. Who else do we be fucking with the hip hop? Do you? And you, you were mentioning Fabulous. Fabulous, yeah. The Locks. You were talking the about the Locks. Locks. I just, damn, <clears throat> I just got into them. <clears throat> 
Yeah, uh, I listened to the new album. It was pretty dope. Do you like uh, like Goody, <clears throat> Goody Mob and shit? Nah, who's that? Goody Mob is a it's a it's a group down south. They were actually fucking with Outkast for a long time. They're part of like that organized noise. It was part of that just that movement they had back in the day, and they came up out of it. Like CeeLo, I'm I'm sure you CeeLo know CeeLo Green. Yeah, oh, bro, shit. that's his original group. Check him out, my yeah. dude. Love that shit. They have a thing called they have a, their debut album back in the day was called Soul Food. And man, it's fucking, it's gorgeous, bro. It's like when it's a soulful hip hop album. I think okay. you're like that type of stuff. Are you into like down south um, music? I guess you could say like uh, Texas. Like yeah, or I guess Pimp like, C, Bun B, yeah, they're cool. Scarface. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, who else is from music? Fuck, I don't really care for little flip and shit like that. When I think of Texas music, Slim Thug, Paul Mike Wall, Jones, Paul Wall, yeah, Paul Mike Wall was the man. They had that run, bro, for a minute. They had that that fucking chopped and screw shit was really yeah. popping, my guy. I love that stuff, bro. So when you when you're um when you're wrestling, dude, how do you compare? I guess where you're at now is that kind of like the underground? Like you you're you're paying your dues now. You're trying to get your you're making a you know a name for yourself in the underground just so you you can get noticed by these top companies. Right? Yeah, is just that, working my way up. You know what I mean? Each match, just uh trying to get better and better. You know what I mean? How do you feel about you know you were talking about you want to work in Japan? What how how is the Japan style different from the American style? I think there's a little more uh, hard hitting, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, strong I, style. You the know what ru- they say? They're ruthless, dude. You see these fucking matches with with Jericho went to go uh, him and Omega, dude. They were fucking each other up. Like they, it's a little different. I think we hold back a little bit. Them, they're. I don't. It's not even about being the top. It's just about fucking simply being the best and just trying to beat this like. I want to beat this man down to you guys. Admit I'm the fucking man. Yeah. I'm the I'm the man here. It, it's just it's crazy to see Jericho still in the PWI top ten. Like he's had longevity, and you said that you know that's your that's one of your that's goals. the goal, bro. I, that, yeah, one of mine. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. The last five years, dude. Like you see the you see how many times he's reinvented cha- himself. Yeah, changed his his look, his persona, and the the crowd loves him. You see in AEW, they're fucking singing his fucking they're singing his songs and whatnot like that it's amazing dude like i love everything about him i've always respected his um his journey and it's cool how they him and austin just did that podcast it's yeah just, i watched just, that yeah that, was, that was crazy right yeah it's crazy like if you see like his debut with the rock like oh yeah definitely that's crazy that's a big deal you know what i mean just yeah, first day for, first night for a guy you know that politic game they're playing with a wcw guy coming with their top guy yeah and, he fucking killed it. The people fucking knew who he was. Promo-wise, where do you get your inspiration from? Is that something that you feel like you still need to work on? Or, yeah, definitely. And how important is that part of your of your profession? It's a big part, man. Um, Yeah, I, I'm i just working on it. I just like uh, study the greats, you know, like uh, The Rock, Stone mm-hmm. Cold, Shawn Michaels. Mm-hmm. Just try to rub off them, off uh, learn off them and... Put my young Don stuff stuff in it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think with them too, bro. It was so so fucking witty, and they're so um. It was just it just came natural to them. I don't know if we could ever see anything like that. I think Chris Jericho's honestly the last of a dying breed, especially from that attitude era that we grew up on. Yeah. Who else is left? Uh, Do you consider Christian a part of that? I think he came a little bit in that. A little bit after that, after, take yeah, the yeah. F out type yeah, of shit, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? Chris, I can't even think of Chris Jericho. Um, who else was in? I guess Billy Gunn, but Billy Gunn's not, you know, he's more of a mentor and coach. Yeah, now. yeah, definitely. 
Um, let me see. I'm thinking. I think that's it. Yeah. He's the last dude. He's the last of a dying breed, and I think it's really important that what he's doing now, giving back to the young, the next generation, giving advice, pushing them to the limits in the match. Even though he still wants that top spot, they're fucking taking a fucking lesson. Even though it's the hard way, they're fucking taking a lesson, and I think that's something that. I think the I think the wrestling business is built on that, right? Always giving back yeah, yeah, to definitely. the next ones. And I want like I'm sure we could talk about that in ten years once you're established, how we get back. But I think, um, at least with DJing or just with life, we like why I coach basketball. Yeah. We're trying to get back to the next generation. Trying to be what the fuck these kids didn't have when we were Help you know, out, out yeah. west or at Foothill. Like we didn't I don't know about you, but for me I didn't have anybody who could say, Oh, you could do this shit or hey Ern. What about if you try this out? Like, I think you could have more success if you try this one. Yeah. Just give good advice, you know? I kind of take that. I remember Arn Anderson said, this is a crazy story, but I don't know if you, I, you know what Arn yeah, Anderson yeah. is, right? So I, he was saying when he was coming up in the business, you know, putting his working, f- fucking fighting three b- bouts a day, somebody was, you know, teaching, hey, you should have done that. You, you, you could have done this a little bit better. You know, your promos, you could have said this to get the people really fucking sucked in. And once he got to that level, he asked the guy, how do I repay you? And he said, well, when you see a motherfucker that looked like you when I found you, you teach him the same thing I taught you. And that's how you not give back. You only give back to me. You give back to the business. Yeah, definitely. And that's crazy, dude. I think that's like the biggest life lesson I've ever fucking heard. Because I listen to like a lot of wrestling podcasts and shit. So I really took that like to heart. You know what I mean? Like that was something I... uh. I want to practice every day of my life, just giving back to the next. Uh-huh. And I think what you're doing with this podcast today, my guy, you're giving back to that 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 um that new that wrestler who says, "Fuck, I don't know if I could do this." Yeah, especially in Bakersfield, you know, you know, dude. How many wrestlers have came from Bakersfield and been successful? I can't name any. I don't know if it's just because we have so many things going on. We have basketball, football, you know, people are, so, we're YouTubing now, we're streaming games. Yeah. Wrestling is not an easy profession, dude. Can you kind of give people a glimpse of what it takes? It's like a daily grind. Yeah, definitely. It got to be your life, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I sacrifice a lot. Like, I live out there on my own. Like, I have my, my family over here. Like, my little brother's getting big, you know what I mean? Like, I don't get to spend, see him every day. It's a sacrifice. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's a sacrifice, bro. And is that something you and that is that something you knew from the get go when you started this profession? Like I'm gonna have to fucking sacrifice so much of my family time. Like you said, watching your little brother, you know, missing out on these important moments yeah. in her life, just to chase the dream, that, and chase that making dream, and all that. Yeah, but keep climbing that mountain, and hopefully, is that something that you really? It's like a motivation to reach that top yeah. that you could give back to them. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's it's big motivation. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I want to inspire him, and you know what I mean, be the best I could be. How does it feel? And I'm a, I'm a big brother. How does it feel like just to be, I guess, a big brother? Like, they look up to you. I'm sure too. They think what you're doing is not everybody has a big brother who's pursuing the career you're pursuing. Yeah. How important is you to just keep showing them if you fucking grind? You keep. Yeah, definitely. It's big. It's big important because it's like me chasing my dream. It shows him like he could do whatever he wants to do in his life. You know. Mm-hmm. And not have any regrets, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think, and that's another reason why I'm glad you're on the podcast, bro. Because. I like to put people on the pod who sacrifice shit. I like people who went against all odds. Yeah. There's no guarantee you're going to that fucking top, right? I don't think there's any fucking guarantee here, you know, 
we're gonna be and who knows this podcast could be over in 10 episodes i think it's a it's really important that we keep showing up the audience our listeners that if you really pursue your fucking dream if you go get it it could be it could it could happen yeah how important is your family bro in your dreams now just uh the motivation every day waking up like fuck if i don't go get it how the fuck am i gonna provide for them yeah like i don't know if you ever heard that saying it was like uh what is it freaking you're disrespecting you're di- like you're disrespecting the people that believe in you if you don't work hard you get what i'm saying mm-hmm. so oh, like yeah, you definitely. got it bro you got it definitely yeah is that something you wake up with every day yeah most of the time yeah most of the time i think that's what we need i think every day I, like even yesterday i caught myself bitching a little bit but oh fuck, i got i gotta do this but then i'm over here coaching i'm over here working i still got these gigs on the weekend like why are you bitching bro you gotta this is what you want this is part yeah, of the grind yeah, yeah. Did you, did you, what would you tell yourself, you know, when you first started pursuing this career, before you even got to Storm Academy, what would you tell yourself looking back now, like, what would be your motivation to tell you guys, was it just keep going? Just or? keep going, yeah, just keep going, uh, you had a lot of doubt, you know what I mean, when I was uh, trying to do it, I didn't know, you know what I mean? Did you have a lot of doubt? Bro? No, no, but I'm saying, like, you, it gets in your head, you know what I mm-hmm. mean, like, uh, yeah, just, uh. You just got to go after it, man. How do you keep sharp? How do you keep that, I guess, that glass half full? Especially during the pandemic, bro. It affected your career. It affected so many people's athletes' careers. Yeah. How did you just keep that, I guess, that mindset of, I'm going to stay ready. Just when my when my time is called, I'm going to be fucking ready. Yeah, uh, that pandemic, man, it kind of... it. I was supposed to have, like, a couple big, uh, big matches, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But, yeah... It, it messed everything up, you know what I mean? So you kind of like to start back up, I guess. Mm-hmm. Especially, like, it kind of messed up my first year in wrestling. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And have you been injured before? Is that something, like I said, this isn't fucking ballet. You're out there putting your body on the line. How, have you been injured before? How do you stay, I guess, injury-free? That, which is hard to do in your yeah, profession. Definitely. Yeah, oh, I haven't really been injured, but last... Like last uh, Tuesday, I I, met, I uh, messed up my collarbone. I freaking rolled on it wrong. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I, hopefully it's not broken or uh, torn or anything. You know what I mean? But I, I think I should not. be alright. Yeah. Yeah, bro. I think the people are gonna see it. Yeah, give me see. a motherfucking chop. Yeah. It kind of. I mean, I did feel it after though. You know what I mean? I felt, dude. I got the mark on my chest, my guy. I appreciate the chop. I've never been fucking chopped. I wanted to fucking see how it felt, and yeah. that shit hurt. Yeah. What you say? You lost your breath? Dude, you, I mean, you, knocked the, you knocked the air on me, bro. They're gonna see the video. I fucking. I came up and I went back. I'm like, oh, I'm not. I can't breathe yet. Yeah. Uh, that was and that was cool, dude. I think that's something that you know I always wanted to as a fan, like. I always wanted to... You see Ric fucking flares chopping yeah. and shit. Like, do you... um Old school match. Let's talk, let's talk a little bit of old school wrestling. Who did you watch? Besides, I know you said Shawn Michaels, Bret Hart. Did you watch a lot of the Ric Flair stuff? You know, Ric Flair, uh, Ricky Steamboat. Oh, That's tight, yeah. Macho Man and Steamboat, yeah. right? Uh-huh. Bro, that was a fucking awesome match. Those guys... Really out of that even elevated that card, elevated the fucking game. I think yeah. that's what people start saying. Like, I want to be the match that fucking steals the show. I think that's something that. Do you kind of feel like that when, whenever, wherever the fuck you're at in this card, right? Just like you know, um, a boxer in the Mayweather card. They want to fucking show people, hey, I belong here. Is that something that motivates you as a pro wrestler? Yeah, too? man, I'm definitely trying to be have the best performance and do the best I can. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So the and I think that's how the fans are gonna remember you. Um, and your brand, because I think essentially too, you are a business 
man yourself. Yeah. You, you want to get this brand off. Um, how what ways do you think you could elevate your brand? Just more promotion, you know what I mean? More posting, social media, all that stuff. I'm sure you're gonna get more. And when once you get more fights, I guess in the future, since we're gonna, I think this pandemic's finally dying down. Yeah, you're gonna get more chances to prove what the fuck you could do. In more the matches, more film on YouTube, stuff like that. You know what I mean? Do you watch a lot of your matches to kind of look over shit like, oh, I could have done this a little better, or you know, I let him get away here, but I could, you know, I could have fucking ended it earlier if I would have just did this. I mean, I watch it like once or twice, and then I kind of. I'm like, I'm on to the yeah, next yeah, I'm one. On to the next, yeah. We, ne- we don't like we don't like looking back and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, I think Sai, you know, Sai the Princess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, dude, you gotta listen to his fucking mixtape, man. It's um, it's called Jackie for Beats. He says some crazy line like, "I mean, never look back unless you're trying to push the Hummer in." Okay, like that man is dude, one of the fucking best riders ever. Uh, what are you listening to right now? Let's go back to hip hop. This is what I love wrestling and hip hop. I think people are really gonna enjoy this. Yeah. Um. Let's see, Meek Mill. Let me, let me check my stuff. Meek Mill's a motherfucking beast, bro. He's underrated, bro. He's tight. All my things are I think, um, let me see who I'll share. You like the game? I like the game, yeah. The documentary, Doctor's Advocate, LAX. Griselda. We we're talking yeah, about Griselda. Griselda yeah. Dude, oh, yeah. Was, Benny. I was fucking bumpy Benny and uh, my motherfucking phone on me. Actually, I do. Let me just look at this real fast here. I'm about to put the I camera. I seen your post. What'd you say? I'm not a legend. So I seen that. Yeah. The, uh, I'm uh, a the hustling part, the hustling line I just said right now. Uh, I was listening to Benny at practice. You guys had no idea, but it was um, the Benny and the... I'm sorry, Benny and Henry... Henry ah, Harry Fraud. Yeah, that. Dude, Harry Fraud got uh, some beats, my guy. That's yeah. like that's like one of my favorite producers of all time. So I kind of caught the Griselda boat late, though, my guy. I yeah. just thought it was just a group Eminem sign. Oh, you know, they're going to pass. It's going to... Yeah, nah. They're going to... No, dude. Like um Benny, who I'm sorry, who's Conway? Conway and then uh, Westside Gun. Oh, Westside, yeah, Westside Gun. I really appreciate because what he does is you know he incorporates wrestling. Yeah, and, definitely. That shit, that shit is dope to me. I man. love that shit, bro. I think it's kind of like what Wu did with karate. They do it with wrestling. Yeah. And I think it's I think it's fucking awesome, dude, how they do it. I think it's especially someone who loves wrestling. I think it's really cool to see that incorporated still in the culture. Yeah, yeah definitely. I think so many people think, oh, it's fucking Hulk Hogan, it's fucking uh, Stone Cold, but no, if you go deeper, like you. He said Bruiser Brody. Um, does I missed? I think he has Mister Perfect on there. Like these are guys I have always loved wrestling. Bro. Yeah, like, watching Bruiser Brody matches. I'm kind of getting to like Abdullah the Butcher. I seen this bout, and I'm like, huh, this motherfucker wasn't bad. I respect what he was doing. Ricky Steamboat, Brian Pillman. Um, you know what? Uh, Justin Liger. Yeah, he didn't do a lot of stuff here. I guess in America, but when he was fucking in Mexico and Japan, I think that was man. He was putting some great shows. The yeah. Ultimo Dragon. Yeah. Another guy I fucking really love. He had that match with Breeze and uh that takeover. He uh, did, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was he did. that was cool. Definitely, definitely. How do you feel about you know possibly taking your profession to Mexico? Uh yeah, I'm with it. Yeah, I'd be. With, uh, I'm trying to travel as much as I can. You mean? Like my goal is to wrestle in Japan, Canada, Australia, mm-hmm. Mexico, all that. You know what I mean? In Canada, like I've never been there. I really don't know the wrestling scene. Is Stampede Wrestling, the Hart, the Hart family, is that as big as they say it is? Like, I don't know if you're like, I don't know even how they say it. It's like, they just, they're so important to that wrestling culture there. I guess, you know, the Hart family had this company for so long. Was it that, was it, did you were able to see how? I ended up going to the, uh, the Hart house. The dungeon? Yeah, I got a picture, yeah. I wasn't inside, but I was on the outside. Uh, so I got a picture with, like, the sign that says Heart House and everything. It was okay. pretty dope. You know exactly what the fuck I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah dude. Like, that's the kind of shit I wonder, like, 
do people really the understand the, the history of the yeah. sport? The sport that I think they see, they think that WrestleMania three, you know, Hogan picking up Andre. There's so much more before that, you know, George's, uh, uh, gorgeous George, uh, um, Gorilla Monsoon, yeah. fucking uh, Mr. Perfect, well, Bruno, Bruno, even AWA, fucking Mr. Perfect, Scott Hall, and AWA, they were fucking partners. Yeah, shit like that, dude. Like people don't, and I'm sure like a, the casual, you know, they see. Especially with the kids now, they see what this product is. But back in the day, it was there was these fucking real. They fought every fucking day for their spot. Yeah. Uh, Bruno, how many times did he sell out the fucking garden, bro? What What are your dreams? Do you have? I'm sure you do. Are those one of your dreams though to go to the garden, go to the mecca? Uh, no. Why? Well, like one of my dreams is wrestling uh, Robert Bank. You know what I mean? <sighs> Hometown, bro. Dude, that'd be dope. That would be so fucking crazy, bro. Do you have like a list of goals as a pro wrestler? Like, this is one thing I want to do. Like, you said, you know, wrestle abroad, you know, wrestle in Robo Bank Arena. What yeah. other goals do you have? So, in like, Robo Bank, um, I want to wrestle in Japan. That's a big goal right there. You know what I mean? Um, I want to get signed to WWE. That's the goal. Mm-hmm. NXT. So, yeah. And that's. I don't know. I don't, I don't think we're giving away too much, but NXT. How does that work? You think is that like a like, hey? We could, you're gonna we're gonna say NXT to get further training in your profession, and then when you're ready, when we feel like you're ready, then you could go on the big stage. Is that you think? Is that how it works? Oh, I'm not too sure to be honest. Yeah, yeah. See, that's what kind of, and I'm sure we all hear like, oh, we got this development. So like, what the fuck does that mean? Like, are they just trying to get you to their what they, what they're looking for? Their kind of athlete that they want, just like a you know a minor league baseball team. That's why I was always like, oh, NXT is a minor league. Like, no, dude, these guys are really Johnny Gargano. Yeah. Uh, Tommaso. Ciampa. Andrade. Ch- like, Chompa. all the NXT stars. Ciampa's my fucking guy, bro. He's yeah. Fucking, just what he's overcome with his fucking injuries. You know, prime example that this shit's not ballet. How many times he's broken his neck, dude? Every fucking day. And he's, and he's gotten yeah. better with time. Yeah, definitely. I think wrestling is one of those rare... It's just like Jay-Z with rapping. Over time, they get better. Yeah, definitely, yeah. And that's isn't that a crazy shit, dude? Imagine where you're gonna be at in twenty years. Do you think think about that a lot? Uh, ten years at least. You at know? least, yeah, 10 yeah. Years. You, do you have to have a plan, especially in your career, like where I'm gonna be ten years from now, where I wanna be? Yeah. Like, well, I'm, I mean, like I got a plan right now. Like I'm, I'm, tr- I'm gonna wrestle out here. I'm gonna live out here in California for like three years, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna try to move to Florida, wrestle mm-hmm. out there. You know what I mean? And just see what opportunities yeah, get there. Meet new people, new connections, all that. Mm-hmm. A uh, EWF, right? Yes. Who's their champion? Uh, Ronchi Rico. Ronchi Rico. Yeah. How do you feel about one day trying to take what he has? Yeah, definitely. I'd one day oh, I want to be the champ. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Is, is there like a? How do they? How did they? I guess how did they really? Um, Say who's the number one contender? Who gets the next shot in line? I mean, there is a big ass line. I'm sure there's so many guys like you trying to get where, try to get to where he's at. What's the process of that? Is there um, is there a ranking system? I know AEW. You know, of course, the wins and losses fucking always matter. But they have a ranking system. You know, you the five and zero guy is gonna go number two no matter who the fuck it is. Yeah. Is that how EWF is kind of set up? Uh, nah. I mean, you just gotta. I'm not too sure. You know, what I mean, you just gotta work your way up, and you get the opportunity. You get the opportunity. When Jesse tells you, oh, I think you're ready. Yeah. That'll be cool, bro. I think that. I think that's gonna be something that I we we would love to see, man. I think again, every fucking bout you're out here. 
putting your life on the line just to get that top spot and hopefully conquer this mountain to move on to the next mountain. Yeah. I think there is, like, in, just like in hip-hop, there's levels to this shit. There's yeah. that underground, but then we just don't want to stay underground. We want to go mainstream. mainstream. Basically, we yeah. want to get to, we want to get the billboard, even though a lot of rappers will say, nah, I'm not a billboard rapper. Everybody loves that fucking, wants to be on the billboard. They yeah. want to see Romeo Cruz versus John Doe at fucking Madison Square Garden at fucking Royal Bank Arena. I think there's, there's just levels to that, bro. Yeah, definitely. I think that, man, I think that's fucking so cool, dude. I think it's crazy how we could kind of put hip-hop and wrestling. There's still, even now, dude, there's still rappers love wrestling. You see Wale Yeah, Wale, Wale loves wrestling, bro. Griselda, like, uh... Westside Gun owns a wrestling company, House of Glory, I believe. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Is that something you see yourself doing, bro? After you say twenty years, kind of helping out other promotions, this, whatever you know, you, what ideas you may have. This scene, you know, you see these young guys out here putting work in, and if you continue seeing that when you're forty, fifty, maybe I could put it together my own promotion one day and give yeah. them the opportunities that I didn't have when they were my age. Maybe you have a school in Bakersfield, you know, something like that. That would be fucking That would be dope, dope, yeah. Man, that, you gave me ideas, my G. <laughs> That's how it is, bro. That's business right there, my guy. Because essentially, you are a businessman. You are, even though you do work for EWF, you are your own brand. You, you, you're the ones who's going to go in there and put your life on the line every night. Yeah. So you want, of course, you want to get compensated. You want to be able to show the fans, I'm the one you could believe in. And I think that's something really important in wrestling is to make the fans really see, oh, that's the motherfucker I want to root for. No matter if he's 5'8", going to get the 7-foot fucking monster stud beast, I'm always going to believe that he could overcome anything. Yeah, definitely. And I think that's pretty cool, bro. I think we should definitely watch... Who are we going to watch today? The Trailer King? Yeah, Romeo Cruz versus Trailer King. And I think that would be cool just to kind of get your, you know, what what's going on in your mind when you're having these bouts... When you're putting it all on the line and just kind of getting a glimpse for our listeners, man. I don't think a lot of listeners really understand the grind of pro wrestling. Yeah, what the skill do. set, all that, man. You know Definitely. what I mean? It's a, it's... I think it's going to be a I think it'll be a good watch, bro. So we, we, I think we should watch that and see how it goes and then we'll, we'll go from there. All right, man. All right, we'll take a brief break for our sponsors. Here we go. All right, y'all. So this is going to be episode 80. Man, my guy, the young Don Romeo Cruz traveled hours to be on your first podcast, bro. So whenever you do want to come back, um, I always like, like to have a monumental guest for these big podcasts. This is episode 80. I appreciate you coming on, my guy. Yeah, thank you, man. Thank you. You make me feel like I'm on the Joe Rogan podcast and stuff, you <laughs> know what I mean? Yeah, bro. Hell yeah. <laughs> and this is just the beginning, bro. So once we, you know, we witnessed your climb to the top, I would love to have you on whenever you can. Share, you know, your next big bout, any big news. Before you head out to Japan, before you head out to Mexico. Yeah, yeah definitely something big. To, gotcha. You know, when you're crossing out these goals... Um, come through, my guy, and we'll always have a spot for yeah, the this podcast. So this is EC3, the Gap 2 Genius. I got the young Don Romeo Cruz. Yes, Episode sir. Episode 80. Appreciate Thank you, man. You, Thanks for having me, man. Anytime, bro. We shot the shit. STS Podcast, we out.